Welcome all of you to Tickets Risk Takers to Podcast Live to Butterfield with Mario. It's 6 a.m. in Sydney, and after a long night storm, it's a true pleasure to host my guest online today for interview. Her name is Karen Gray. Karen Gray, she has the amazing, I mean, truly inspiring background and life experience. But to put it in context, Karen, welcome to the, to the interview. But like the battlefield. And uh, just to put it in context, I know I had a big day. I'm aware that it's at 2 p.m. where you are. But just for the, our listeners and viewers, who is Karen Gray? Well, first off, thank you for hosting me and inviting me to your show. Um, who is Karen Gray? I am a mother, a grandmother, a coach, and a champion of others. I love to see people win. Okay, so the current, uh, I need to start with your, usually I start from the back, but you know, you had a, something very interesting in your past. Mm. I met a person who um, had a life like yourself. So, you know, you're that intuitive mindset coach. And the reason why successful ladies and gentlemen, why can't she successful? It is because her upbringing, the childhood is different than yours and my majority of our ones. Karen, can you share with us your childhood and how this childhood actually influenced it and actually shaped you into, into this whole successful mindset coach today? Absolutely. Thank you for that. So when I was born, I was um, actually given up for adoption and my um i would stayed with the state for a month and then i was adopted at a month old and didn't realize it until i was about five years old and at five years old until probably 40 that concept of being adopted dominated every decision that i made so and yes yes well i was just gonna say it it really formed because i became a student of how people interacted. I became a student of why people made decisions and how those decisions affected me and how to please people. I became a perpetual people pleaser. Can you, can you just, you know, like with, with all our listeners, viewers, yeah. so with Karen uh, last week, you know, she just introduced herself because, you know, I stalked her on social media and I said, <laughs> you know, like, you know, she has an interesting background. And you know, I wanted to share this also. Karen, she shared with all of us right today that she adopted something pleasing other people, you know, because of her childhood. So, so Karen, I try to understand why did you please everybody? Why did you decide to stop pleasing everybody? I think that as an adoptee, there was something inside of me that said, if I'm good enough. If people like me, then they won't reject me the way that I felt rejected by my birth parents. And in fact, that wasn't the case at all. They actually chose to give me life when they could have chosen something else. But as an adopted person, we feel that rejection very deeply. Most adoptees that I've talked to feel that same thing. They have 
either what you call imposter syndrome or they have a low self-esteem. They're very sensitive to rejection or being um, left out, not being included. They wanted people to, you know, they want people to love them and like them. It's an inherent deep need. So when you say that imposter syndrome, what, what is that in another uh, piece, please? If you can share with our listeners and viewers, what is the, uh, that syndrome mean? So it's something that we call and refer to it. I honestly think it, we, it's been overused, but imposter syndrome is really when I feel that I don't deserve something that I want. So I really want to be loved, but somehow I don't feel that I deserve it because I'm adopted or because I grew up a certain way or because I was told this as a child. Um, it happens for many different reasons, but whenever we feel that we don't feel like we can achieve something, we often refer to that as imposter syndrome. If we feel like I can't achieve it because I don't deserve it, I'm not good enough, I'm not fill in the blank enough. Good, pretty, smart, rich, doesn't matter. It's all from the same root of not enough. And you say something at the beginning, at the beginning, straight away. I'm the mother, I'm the grandmother, I need a successful business. This is successful businesswoman, I apologize. Mm. This is successful businesswoman in childhood you had and growing up, and now I don't want to drill into this past so much because you know what I like and appreciate about you, Karen? You don't have that soap story. You know, like people come with that soap story, like, oh, my life was bad, crime mm -hmm. But can you share with our uh, uh, listeners and viewers, what, did you, what is your biggest take or what did you learn from being adopted? What did your yeah. learn? I love that you asked that question. So, and, and I'm going to go back to the question you asked me. I didn't quite finish it. Um, I'm sorry. Apologies. Yes. No, no. It's, it's, um, I really want to go back because I feel like being adopted was something almost almost a curse or a burden I carried until I realized it's actually my greatest gift. And oftentimes the things that are so traumatic are our greatest gifts because that's where when we realize that's how we became the strong person that we are. And so by being adopted, by going through that journey, and now I don't let imposter syndrome, this is the question you'd ask me, when did I stop carrying that? I, I made a decision along the way as I was coaching and helping others that I was almost in a, a point of hypocrisy because I was helping them with something I hadn't healed in myself. And so I, I did that. And do I still struggle? Yes. It's a human condition. There's always, I'm always going to be that adopted person, but now I'm aware of it. So now I can say, is that feeling true? No, it's an emotion. It doesn't have power over me anymore. And so now I know the truth is that I'm quite capable. I am smart. I am enough to me. Other people's opinions are none of my business. And so I get to decide that I'm enough. And that's the power and the gift that I give to my clients. And that's the power and the gift that I hope to impart to your listeners today is that no one else gets to decide that for you. Your opinion matters the most. Yep. And when you get to that place, that's when you take back your power. That's so beautiful. 
said, uh, you know, like that's the, that's your biggest, you know, the, the take, you know, I'm enough. What do you think, Karen? Why are people believing that they're not enough? From your experience, why, you know, you, you see this with your clients, your friends, maybe family members. How do you feel when somebody say to you this or you don't? Are you, are you just sensing that somebody feeling that is not enough? Yeah, I think it happens as a as a young adult or as a child. Somehow we take something that's happened as confirmation and proof that we're not enough. So it happens really young. Either someone was unkind to us, someone dismissed us, someone discounted us, or they literally told you, you're stupid, you're in the way, you're an accident, you're whatever. They they speak that over your life. And as a child, that becomes a rule for you. That becomes your basis for your beliefs because you're forming them at that age. And so as an adult, there's still that little child in there somewhere that believes that or that belief is still there from that little child. And so I I feel like it's just something that happens and we carry it and it just becomes this heavier burden, heavier burden as we age, but we never get rid of it until we really go to the root, address it, identify, is this true? No, most cases it's not. And so it no longer has the power over you anymore at that point. Do I have to, you know, control it and cut its ugly head off every now and then? Yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, you're, you're being adopted and your child didn't stop you to become a very successful businesswoman, right? And right. just when I let you and just feel, well, feel free to go down in the comment section. Um, I left it a link in the water coach, Karen Gray. I need to read about her. You know, beautiful, beautiful life and work experience. But that being said, instead of me just glorifying how great she is, you know, I want to share something too. When you've been adopted, and I just want to search it in my little research, when you're adopted, you have a tendency to go totally different direction. Karen goes to the right direction, and she applied her childhood upbringing and everything else into the her family and the business as well. But Karen, you are the mindset coach. Can you share with us what is the mindset culture? How this actually works for, for us? Why is a mindset coaching very important? So I feel like everything that we do is literally controlled by the decisions, the thoughts, the feelings, and the emotions that we have. And so we can create the life that we want by controlling our mind. And so a mindset coach is someone that comes alongside someone and helps them reset, reframe, um, reorganize their thoughts, their their feelings, their emotions so that they can achieve the life that they want. So if you're living a life that no longer serves you, that isn't serving you, and you want to have a different life, working with someone that can help you change that trajectory is key. And so for an executive in, in business, maybe I need to refocus and be more disciplined. Maybe I need to believe that I can do this. And so there's many facets to it, but it's everything that is good or bad that happens to us happens between the, de- the decision between our ears. It happens there first. Two decades of your hard work, you, you submitted this into the one great legacy called 
champions the human spirit. Karen, I admire you for, for, the, for many things, right? But you know what I like it most about you? Not many people have that at this articulated message. I invested time and effort on my life to give you something great. So Karen, champions, the human spirit. I need to read because I, don't want, I want to make sure that I read it properly. Mm-hmm. What is that your curriculum that you created, champions of the spirit? So I want to do something really quick for your you people who get to, to view this. Yes. So we're going to... Ladies and gentlemen. Ta-da. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I like it, yes. So my podcast that I previously had was called Rock Movers, and it is transitioning just like my backdrop to champion the human spirit. And so really what the focus is going to be on my new podcast that's launching in January of 2023 is we're no longer going to focus on the rocks that we're moving we're going to focus on the people that we're championing. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to support this great podcast starting January 2023, Championing the Human Spirit, Karen Gray. So she hasn't going the rocks anymore with you guys, but now championing. So so tell me how this is manifesting championing. I'm, I'm excited now. Literally, I am. Because people <laughs> don't go that way. You know, like, you know, mm. you have the like a stages in, in your business. You can see it. Very structured. I was born in the rocks, now the championing the human spirit. So, what is the podcast about? You know, we know that morning rocks, mm-hmm. but what's going to be this one championing the human spirit? So, really, it's about allowing people to become their own champion. And the way that I do that is I help them connect to their inherent spirit, the thing that they truly believe at their core. When they understand their core values, they understand what their priority is. And for most people, that's based on their faith. And I'm a very faith-driven person. So at my core faith, I believe that I'm here for a purpose. And when I've identified that, I've aligned to it, then I can help others to do the same. And that's what my my research has been about just understanding the core value of the human spirit and how resilient it is. And especially for women who have overcome so much in their executive positions, being a mom, being a grandmother, being a business owner. Um, I was in corporate America and a business owner at the same time and had a big gap in my family. So I had grown kids and young kids and grandkids, and I still have teenagers in high school. Um, We tend to do it all for other people, but this is about coming back home and doing it for yourself first, filling your cup up, being that champion for yourself so that you can go out into the world and fully serve at your greatest ability. You know, I'm, you have so many questions. I know that, I, you know, I wrote it like several questions. I want to leave it mm. like a communication on this podcast because tendency is that we all, you know, like to, you know, feel other people's experiences. And what I said at the beginning, you must understand all. Today, it's a norm that you have a soft story. So if you don't have, you feel like school. school 
Karen, in contrary, doesn't have a soft story, but she plays a fair experience, a life experience, which I didn't experience. Somebody in the many of us being adopted. Mm. No soft story, but a life legacy. And then you, you helping other women, you say, like, to find the purpose. How important to find the purpose for all of us? And how do you help in your world somebody find a purpose? Um, I think the whole reason we're here is to find that purpose. So I feel like it's pivotal. I think it's, it's pivotal for all of us. Um, how do I help them find it? I feel like each person knows it's really helping them reveal it. So I'm not here to tell anyone what they should or shouldn't do. I'm really just here to hold a safe space for when I say safe space, I mean, it's safe to talk to me. It's safe to be vulnerable, to reveal the things on your heart and to um, to really just process those things. Imagine the possibilities. And what if I could do those things? And what would that look like? And then to begin to build a, a plan from that. So. Let me ask one, one more question. Before I go of course. Because it's like it was talking to you. I'm just thinking in my head and ladies and gentlemen feel free to contact the, the current way I'm in the uh, comments in the comment section details how to contact the current and it's okay to have a level Karen, I just I'm 50 years old and I want to ask you this question let's just say if I want to find my own purpose or if I want to create legacy am I too old for that never as well, long as you're as long as you're breathing, you're still here for a purpose. Okay. Because it's like, you know, people will laugh, you know, when you say like, oh, I want to start new dream or I want to align with my true knowledge or whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say you are too old. But Karen, let's go talk about your business right now. What is what do you do? You know, how it works, why it works. Tell us more about about, about the side of your business. I wasn't talking about your business, you know, now we learn about what you do for the, the life, for yourself and your family, but how do you help other people? So I truly come alongside women, executive women in particular, that are at a pivotal point in their life where they're ready to make a transition. Primarily those are the people that I work with. They're facing a decision where they really want to connect to that purpose or they just need to really rebalance their life and make themselves a priority. So it's about priorities, purpose, and potential. And once we go through the process, I do have a nine-step process that most of my clients go through um, to really align to that, rediscover who they are, what they really want. Because oftentimes, especially for women, we've done so much for other people, we get disconnected to what it is we love, what it is we're about, what it is we're passionate about. Um, oftentimes women, you know, we, we raise our kids and we go to work and then the kids leave home and it's like, who am I? What do I want? What do I like? So that's a great opportunity for women to just come back and rediscover. Well, that's that's a great thing, you know, because I can't explain all of you do know, I'm going to leave as a good thing, always explain that. Uh, how to get in touch with the talent and what the talent is. But she spent 30 years in the service. 
and you know she's been there and done that you know what clothes i have for women you know like what is what was the challenge for you i'm asking you Alan? you know leaving the i'll call you know the service pushy job like you know like you know nine to five and you know proper jobs and you get paid weekly or actually what it is and suddenly what was the biggest challenge transition from corporate world to your not your own practice did you have any fears how did you how did you face those fears wow i had fears at the wazoo um okay so corporate america for me never fully fit i always had this inner knowing that i was meant to do something else but it wasn't safe because i was a single mom for a long time so i really wanted that guarantee the insurance all of the the corporate golden handcuffs if you will um but stepping into the financial services role and taking on that i did become more of an entrepreneur because i was an independent contractor so that gave me the belief and the proof that i could do it so i i would say for someone considering it is to start now while you're in corporate america start building that other dream and so you can see the proof as you have that safety net i think that's a great way to approach it i did that a little bit you have the women who decide to step from corporate world to the position to the you know being the business owner you, you, you mm -hmm. can you can do this right you can do both absolutely yeah and it's okay to be afraid ladies and gentlemen and, you know, I like to say thank you. I'm away all the time. I know what time it is now. It's a half past two, I presume, in a, in a place where you are, where you're in Dallas Fort, right? That's I am. Are. Yeah, That's I'm in the Dallas Fort Worth yeah. area. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Well, I just love you. Like, you know, this U.S. is such a such a mysterious country. And I mean, one day I'm going to explore everything. So, Karen, I know I'm aware of your time. I know that you're working. So, I like to say thank you very much for being my guest today. To all of you, your listeners and viewers, feel free to come in touch with the Karen. I'm going to leave the comment section uh, how you can contact Karen, why you can read more, and particularly all these business women. If you're looking to align with the true north, leave the legacy, discover yourself, the purpose we all have on this planet. Karen Gray is your person. She is the lady. She's going to help you. So feel free to come in touch with her. Don't be afraid, as the Karen says, transition is difficult. But she's gonna help you. She's been there, done that. And thank you very much for being my guest today on our live debatical. So you know, I wish you all the best and thank you once again. Thank you, Mario. You're welcome.